forward by the elders and staff of Fellowship Church. The Trellis, a path of grace for your next step. The spiritual life of a Christian is a call to mystery, not mastery. As we grow in Christ, the mystery deepens day by day. We discover that becoming more than conquerors can only be accomplished through surrender. We learn that dying to self is the exclusive path to a full life in Christ. We realize we can only experience freedom by living as bondservants of Christ. We discover that all the good works He prepared beforehand that we should walk in must be performed from a posture of rest. And as we increasingly behold the majesty of the mystery of our salvation by Christ's grace, we are transformed from glory to glory. Our faith grows, as does our love. The trellis invites us to walk deeper into this mystery. The practices found in this book encourage you to open your heart to the grace provided to you through Christ's sanctifying work. The trellis will not present you with detailed instructions on how to increase the mastery of your spiritual life. That would be a path to idolatry. By contrast, the spiritual path of grace leads toward spiritual maturity. On this journey, we become increasingly humble, vulnerable worshipers of the Father in spirit and in truth. We learn to walk by the Spirit and live by the Spirit. And we learn about Jesus, the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. The trellis simply yet profoundly offers signposts to guide you on the path to Him. We believe that the formation process of the trellis is itself meaningful for us as a church. The Spirit's work has fashioned the trellis among our leadership community, and at the same time the Spirit birthed the lyrics, I'll trust you, I'll keep walking, from among our worship community. Both Spirit-led creations echo an invitation to move toward more, more of Jesus accessed by more of us. We are therefore highly confident the Spirit is calling each of us to take the next step of faith with Jesus. This book suggests, models, and assists you in taking potential steps. More importantly, it leads you toward the Holy Spirit as the initiator of your next step. By attuning to Him, you'll be able to discern the next step prepared for you by His grace. We urge you to join us as we plunge deeper into the mystery of Christ's grace as we shed the pseudo-spirituality that comes with mastering a works-based religion. Let us learn to live in the full mystery of God's vision for His people from 1 Peter 2, 10 and 11. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Notes on using this book. This is a guidebook to help you pursue Christward transformation. In it, you'll read about the work of spiritual formation and how recovering 2,000 years of Christian spirituality can teach us to love and obey Christ. We'll explore what spiritual formation is, why we need it more than ever, and how it helps us fulfill our mission of calling every person to take their next step of faith with Jesus as a new person, with a new family, on a new mission. In these pages, we've cast a vision for spiritual transformation, and we'd like to invite you to join us. Know this. It will require your intentionality. 
not just for a day, a week, or even for a season. We're in it for the long game. You should also know that spiritual formation practices are, at their heart, countercultural. Fasting amidst a foodie culture is countercultural. Slowing down when everyone else rushes around at breakneck speed is countercultural. Remaining in silence amidst the clamor of countless voices is countercultural. Choosing simplicity amidst excess is countercultural. Choosing generosity in the knowledge that there is always enough in the kingdom is countercultural. Additionally, the lives of 21st century believers are hectic, and one cannot simply add spiritual formation practices to an already full life. As you enter, we encourage you to assess your life's landscape soberly. Is there anything you can pull back from for a season to make room for the life of God to flourish in you? As you flip through the pages, you'll see we've provided wide margins for notes. We've also added sections for you to reflect on the movements of God in your life from one season to the next. As you weave through various practices, flip forward three months on your calendar or put a reminder on your phone to revisit that practice and see how God has changed you. For some of you, we're looking at you, engineers. You may want to move through the practices sequentially. For others, artists, you may want to dive in wherever you open the book. Know that there's not one right way to use this book. If you are harried and hurried, we encourage you to explore the section on Sabbath. If you need a new perspective on communicating with God, start with the section on prayer. If getting back into regular church attendance is a struggle, pour over what we share on the importance of gathering. In each practice section, we've included a practices for families. Psalm 68 tells us that God sets the lonely in families, and it is our desire to provide simple on-ramps for everyone in our church family, seniors and single mamas, friend groups and foster parents, those with empty nests and those whose nests are full. Whomever your people are, pull them in close and chase hard after God. Above all, we want to encourage you to take the time to tend to your soul. There's nothing magic in the disciplines. They simply position you to encounter Jesus. And as you do, the following process is helpful to remember. Number one, audit. Audit your life. Start with one day and then expand to one week. Audit your week without judgment and assess how you spend your time. Number two, admit. Be honest about where you are from your time audit. This step takes courage to admit where you are in your walk with Jesus. Confess and repent of the places where you have not been following the Lord as he has asked you to. Number three, attend. Attend to what arises in your spirit from your audit and from admitting where you are. Before you move forward too quickly, just sit with the Lord. Notice the emotions that present themselves and let the Spirit speak to you. Number four, abide. Stay close to Jesus. Abide in His Word, in His truth, and in His character. Spiritual formation is about abiding in Christ and not striving in your power. And number five, arrange. Arrange your life for spiritual fruit to blossom. What would it require to organize your daily and weekly schedule around practices and rhythms that bear fruit? Do that very thing. Philippians 1.6 says, 
Above all else, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ.